Welcome to the Lotus Life Podcast. My name is Kim Fisher. I'm a mindset and manifesting coach, showing women like you how to find, refine, and sustain the life of their dreams in order to create a life of productivity, achievement, and happiness. I'm so thankful you're here. This podcast serves as a portal to usher us all forward into the highest expression our soul desires. Let's go get it. Hey guys, welcome. I'm so excited to be here and excited to have you here with me. This episode is being recorded from the Outer Banks. If you remember, you listened to the June one. I was down here recording in June and it's awesome. I love this little area we stay in. It's called Shallow Bag Bay and it's in an adorable town called Manio. I highly recommend it if you ever come down this way. But it is... It's so peaceful here. I love sitting on the porch. Um, in the, the June episode I recorded, we were across the other side of the marina. We're in a different side now, but it's just as beautiful. And in fact, I like this one better. Um, right now I'm sitting on the outside porch overlooking the marina. And off to my left is a view of the sound, the Palmaco sound, and it's an overcast gray day. Really warm, probably like a high 70s, a light breeze. But it's fall here for sure. You can tell. It's a cooler breeze. The marsh is like this beautiful toasted marshmallow sand with like caramel colors. And like all the birds are migrating right now. It's just really a beautiful time to be here. And such a contrast to the summer. When you're here in the summer, it is so hot. And you can't even sit out on the porch and enjoy your coffee because the morning sun is just brutal. Um, So I'm a fall baby. And in fact, that's what this episode is all about. I just turned 40 on the 30th of September. And I just adore the fall and I really like being here. In late September, early October, plus there's like zero tourists here. So it's like really peaceful, not a lot of traffic. Um, that I wanted to record today because I wanted to reflect with you guys on, you know, turning 40. It's a big deal. And it also feels like an ordinary day. I don't know what your age is um, as a listener here, but I, you know, I think that it's really important to have female role models that can be in the future, be ages older and reflect back. And, you know, just, I wish I had someone who could report from the forties that was like me, you know, that could say, Hey, this is, this is how it could be. So if you're younger than 40, you know, I want to give you an episode that will give you some hope and courage and also really shine forward this idea of like, being a woman turning 40 is awesome. It really, really is. And I want to take you through a little bit of my 30s and then just sort of, I don't know, to see where this episode wants to go and reflect on what I feel like things are right now and how they are for me. But my 30s were incredible. Um, I was in the middle, let's see, if we take me right to probably my early 30s, I was just about to get divorced, I believe. Let's see. I was, yeah, nine years together with my ex, almost 10 years of marriage. 
And yeah, so early 30s, I was getting ready to graduate with my undergraduate degree in psychology major, minor in cognitive science at SUNY Oswego. Shout out to SUNY Oswego, incredible college. Oh my God, I love it there. And I fell in love with the city of Oswego, just such a cool village, towny vibe. There's like a lot of great stuff going on and um, a lot of money being now pumped into the infrastructure and just the the park just got an incredible facelift and the restaurants that are coming in are incredible. But anyhow, um, yeah, early 30s was me getting ready to graduate and then deciding that I wanted to keep going toward my graduate degree. My ex at the time then deciding that he was still in love with his ex-wife. That's another episode for another time. But our marriage was pretty much rocky anyhow. We were not a good match. So he wanted a divorce. That was an incredibly painful time. Um, absolutely felt like a death. It was a huge, huge experience of mourning, 100%. And then from there, I just kept on going. I knew that, oh my gosh, I just knew in my bones. I was like, this is going to be the hardest thing I have to do because like, that was over a weekend after Christmas is when that huge news was dropped and that he wanted a divorce. And then on Monday, I had to go like back to school and drive from Syracuse at the time to Oswego, driving there, just knowing that this was going to happen and like bawling my eyes out in the car, but then, you know, having to get my shit together to sit in the front row because I'm a nerd like that. Also, I have difficulty hearing out of my right ear, so I need to be close to the professor. <laughs> um, front row, just like puffy eyed, you know, just hoping that no one would notice. But of course they did. But I did it. I knew I had to get this degree because I was going to be on my own. No no other in court, uh, in income of money, right? Like I had to make sure it was me. That really got me through it. Focusing on the degree I needed to get because the end was near for my for my marriage at the time. And that really gave me a lot of strength. That forced me to, you know, cry in the car ride if I needed to, but then get my shit together, pull it together, and focus on my future. I do that a lot. I don't cry in the car. <laughs> I don't cry in the car ride a lot. Uh, but the crying in the car is a really therapeutic. Who, who's with me on that? Like, definitely, cry carring is a super good thing to do. Like something about travel and driving and just like, you know, no one's really looking at you. You can just get it out, put on a song or not. Oh my God. How many people, probably everyone you know has like had a good car cry, parked or driving. Uh, but yeah, I think that that's, that's just my, my mode is be sad. I can be in it, but I also think to myself, this will change. This is temporary. And you've got to do this. And somewhere inside of me, I don't think consciously, but unconsciously, is this vibe of you will be better off because of this. And so I did. So I got through my undergraduate degree. I graduated. It was really, really scary and sad to walk across the stage getting my undergraduate degree. I remember that. I don't know why. It, it was just like, Everything up until that moment was about my ex-husband getting me to go back to school. Like he encouraged me. I even went to the school he went to. 
was like competitive for us to get better grades because he was really, really smart. I was like, I'm going to get better grades than you, which I did. And by the way, two published papers, like all these great things. So that was like a lot of fun. But then it was so strange then all of a sudden to be finishing up on my own, to be sitting there in the audience with my cap and gown on, graduating with honors. And I always thought he would be there. And it was just, it was just really just me. My family was there, of course, to to congratulate me and be there and celebrate. And I had an, you know, a, a wonderful reception afterwards. But it was just like, no, this is really just me. And it was scary. But I talked to myself, you know, as I was sitting there, I was like, you know what, you got to just do this. You're the one that went to school. You're the one that got the degree. You get to celebrate. It's okay to be by yourself, not in a relationship, crossing the stage. And so when I did that, when I crossed the stage, getting my undergraduate degree, 30, I don't know, four years old maybe, it was sad but also really exhilarating because I knew in that moment that you know, this was like the first time I was doing something huge and monumental and not having a significant other by my side. I've always been in relationships. Always a relationships gal. Like love, love monogamy. Love being in one one committed relationship. And I'm really good at it. And this was the first time a huge celebratory moment was coming and going and I was by myself when that was significant. Yeah, it's a big deal for me, I guess. I really thought about it. And then from there, went on to get my graduate degree, SUNY Oswego, Human Computer Interaction, and just totally nerding out, getting into the vibe of like diving in deep into one philosophy, one topic. And oh my gosh, the discussions, the class classroom discussions, the professors completely opened up my mind and really taught me how to think. You know, that's what higher education is. Yeah, you get a degree. Yeah, you publish some papers. Maybe you don't, but you, you know, like it's about learning how to think critically, thinking about your world, opening up your eyes, opening up your mind. That's worth so much more than the degree itself. And that was a beautiful moment too, because I started to really learn that, oh my gosh, I'm intelligent. Like I never had that beautiful moment of having, you know, professors be like, having a discussion with me and having a discussion with other people in my classroom and disagreeing and learning how to disagree well and 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 defend your argument and also do research and then quote some other researchers and, and being able to back up your claim. Like that's such a cool feeling. And it was just fun. I called the the year of the mind, you know, the two years of my of the mind. I was in the world of the mind, living the life of the mind. And it's really a beautiful experience. I'm so thankful for that. And living alone at that time in a really cool apartment in downtown Oswego, top floor of this historical building, just vibing out there, you know, like fireplace in the corner, red wine, sometimes some scotch. I remember one particular night I was listening to probably some jazz. I don't know who, but some jazz fireplace going. It was rainy and dreary. And it was beautiful though. I loved it when it rained in the Suigo from the top floor of the apartment. Everything everything glowed. And the reflection of all the lights on the street was just so beautiful. And 
where my apartment faced, if you looked out one set of windows, you could see the river. If you looked at the other corner of the building, you could see the downtown historical area. It's just gorgeous. So I remember eating like Tostitos chips <laughs> and uh, red wine. That was my dinner by choice. I was like, tonight I'm just going to have chips. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't feel like making a fuss and that's also like my favorite snack in the world. And I think it was probably Chet Baker playing in the background, fireplace on, rainy night. And I journaled and I remember what I wrote because it was just such a poignant moment. For the first time ever in my life, I felt being alone, but not lonely. You know that phrase, you can be alone, but not lonely? And that's what I felt. It was really beautiful. I was totally alone and absolutely loving it. Being by myself and creating this incredible atmosphere in my apartment and eating and drinking and listening to like all the senses, all the sensory information just flooded with everything that I loved. That was a beautiful moment. And candlelight going is just a beautiful vibe. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm not lonely. I'm not craving anyone. I'm not missing anyone. It was just a really great experience. I highly recommend if you've never experienced a night like that to treat yourself. Set it up. Just have everything you want. Make it as simple or as grand as you want, but have a couple nights where you are just with yourself. And if you are a woman who lives alone right now, like like my god like you have the best situation ever like enjoy that thrive like where can you turn it up a little bit in your life and just really enjoy these evenings like have some bubble baths like watch your favorite show yeah but also like play some vinyl play some records sketch a little draw like i don't know reminisce look at old photos like i don't know however you can make it special do that cuz that was a really powerful night for me um and then from there, it just kind of started to gain momentum. I met Brandon around that time at the gym, and that was incredible. Um, getting to know him and dating, and then like falling head over heels right away. Just having fun, you know, four years ago meeting him. Just having so much fun. We still do. And getting an internship, graduating with my, with my graduate degree, getting my internship at TCG Player at the time, just this tech world, you know, just like throwing myself into this IT nerding out, like research-based job at this the nerdiest place on the planet. If you're not familiar with TCG Player, they are a secondary marketplace for the buying and selling of now trading cards. Um, but they primarily were like Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! and uh, Magic the Gathering, you know, total nerd culture, amazing place to work. But it was like so weird for me though. Here I was 36 and in the corporate world for the first time and that was really hard, um, really tough. Not only was I learning a new job, I felt like every single day because there was just so much to learn at that job because they were growing and they were huge and they were just a, a growing business. But then on top of that, I was just learning how to do my job, which was getting done with graduate degree and learning how to do research and learning how to do user experience design, UX design, and being in a team and listening and collaborating and getting feedback and having a boss again and just like 
wow, like so much overwhelm to the system. I had a great team, luckily, great boss. Um, a little bit of you know bumps in the beginning, but not a huge deal. But then it was like, oh my gosh, like then what? Brandon and I, we got a townhome. And we finally got a house. Then COVID hit. Oh my gosh. Before we got the house, it took forever to close, but that was so great. September, a couple of years ago, we finally closed on our house and living in Oswego, my favorite city, and just loving it. So the 30s was also also my house. And we lost one of our cats, Whoopi. She passed to cancer. That was sad. We still got Frankie. She's doing really well. And you know, I also at the same time was running my business in the back end. So later, later 30s, so like the last two years of my 30s, was getting ready to phase out of working as a UX designer in the corporate world because I met these magnificent women um, online, namely Natalia Benson, Victoria Washington, Sophia Tom. And I started wanting to think more about how I can influence other people and what sort of impact I want to make in other people's lives. And they were showing me this different way of being, which was like, wow, I can take all that I've learned from psychology and, and cognitive science and take all I've learned from the service industry and being in retail management for years. And take what I've learned about human behavior and UX design in my graduate degree and take everything I've learned from two decades of yoga practice and, and then and put it into this incredible package and call it like lifestyle coaching and mindset coaching and manifesting coaching. I was like, really? I was like, yeah, I guess this is who I want to be. This is what I want to do. And then all along the while to just listening to source, you guys, learning how to manifest learning how to have fun in the morning and amping up my energy and clearing my channels and just being this receiver for information from source and using the power of my imagination. It's really the last two years have been all about visualization and seeing what I want and then feeling it to the point where I absolutely believe it's possible and then it becomes possible. Then I do the thing that I've actually been focusing on. I've been seeing that over and over and over again. Case in point, leaving my job to dive full time into entrepreneurship, like cashing out my 401k, the little bit of savings that I had left, like everything, and just going, yep, this is what I'm doing. That was over one, just about one year ago. September, the early September is when I quit. And here we are, like a year in. 39 years old, just turned 40. And I feel like now when I look back at my 30s, even my 20s, but definitely my 30s, it was like that was a year of learn learn how to put your nose to the grindstone, learn how to get things done. Learn that like I had to learn that I was really an intelligent person who could figure things out intelligent person who could go back to school, guys, when I was not a good student before at all, and get incredible grades, make like dean's lists, like get scholarships, write a couple and publish papers. Like there was just so much academic achievement that I, I loved that. I needed to feel that I could do that because it wasn't just about getting good grades. It was about accomplishing things. 
I never really, in my 30s, that's what it was about. I accomplished things. School, publications, internships, um, getting hired at a couple, like making good salary, like, like buying a home, things like this. All, you know, just accomplishment. And also my 30s was about love. My 30s was meeting Brandon and Brandon healing, helping me to heal a lot of the wounds, the love wounds from my previous marriage and all of the toxic relationships that came before the him. Oh my God. Oh my God. We could do a whole other podcast on that. But healing my heart, learning how, learning what real pure love is learning how to communicate and be within pure love and not like second guessing it and you know just really understanding that I am lovable and I can give love that was incredible and then taking the leap again taking the step from shore into the waters of my my business again stepping fully into the feminine and trusting that this is the path for me now being a mindset and manifesting coach, leading other women into full body empowerment and doing it in a way that's really different and, and really me. So I'm really greatly, greatly appreciative for my 30s. I know that when I turn 50, I'm going to be greatly appreciated by, uh, appreciate my 40s. I'm really excited to see what I accomplish in the next 10 years. My God, even this year, um, 40 to 41. I don't know if you could hear. I got birds, birds buzzing all around. Hopefully, you can hear the boat that just went by. Um, yeah, this is going to be a really incredible time. Not only am I still the same passionate, driven Kim, but I actually am really good at time management now, which is huge, you guys. So it's like I'm Kim in my 30s, but I'm Kim with tools of a 40 year old and focused and drive. And I don't know, there's something really cool about turning 40 where I feel like, man, I fucking did my 30s, man. I'm done. Badge of honor. You know what I mean? And it's like, okay, well now I'm 40. I'm almost like I'm old, I guess, in a sense. I don't feel it. But I, I just mean like, that's like another chapter. People are like, oh, you're 40. Like that, I don't know. It just has some weight. I'm not sure if you guys know what I mean. But if you don't, you'll know it when you turn it. And I also just want to say that, like, I hope that in some ways you hear this podcast or, you know, you, you watch my Instagram or you've taken courses with me and I give you a different taste of what turning 40 is like. That is my goal and my mission now. From 40 to 50 years old, I want to show you fun and youthfulness. I want to show you how to be empowered. I want to show you how to be strong so that getting older is the coolest thing you could ever experience. And I'm going to do it in a way that's real and honest as always and imperfect. I think that's important. But I'm going to show you how to do it, baby. I'm going to show you how to do it. So just follow my lead, you guys, and your fucking 40s is going to be awesome. And if you're already in your 50s or you're in your late 40s or wherever you are, you know, like, I see you. And I think that's really cool. I think I'm getting older and doing it in a really fun, unique way is probably the coolest thing you could ever do. And I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm really looking forward to rocking it out. All right, you guys. Thank you so much. I'm going to wrap it up there. Otherwise, I'll just keep going and keep going. It was really fun to reminisce about my 30s 
just kind of skip, skip to and highlight all of the main points. Thank you for listening to this. And um, yeah, baby, 40s here. 40s here. Mama's feeling good. I'm liking this. <laughs> all right, guys, I love you so much. And thank you as always for being here and listening. I hope you enjoyed this. And um, you know, I'd love to hear your stories and your reflections of your 30s as well. Uh, if you feel like reaching out to me, you can always get a hold of me. I've got a new email address. It's kimismanifesting at gmail.com. Kimismanifesting at gmail.com. Just reach out to me. Say hi. Tell me what you think about this episode. If you wanted to ever share anything from your 30s or your 40s, I love to hear from you. All right. And I will be with you next week. Bye, guys. <laughs>